I remember years ago when, when I was young and, and how much I loved baseball stats. I didn't really love the, the mathematical part of the statistics that much, and I wasn't even that great at following the actual sport of baseball. But what really drew me in, what really excited me, was knowing that the numbers were changing after every single game. It was exciting to think about the ability to see all of the different qualities and metrics that you could measure about certain players, and even more exciting to watch how they changed over time. While statistics is the mathematical engine that drives those numbers, the numbers that we're really talking about really come down to data. It's something that government has too. For, for years, government has been sitting on a treasure trove of data, not about sports, but instead about citizens. From how citizens navigate state highways to how they're interacting with government in other ways, states have been collecting and storing this data for decades. And now, as technology has grown to meet the challenge quickly and easily, government has really kicked its efforts into high gear. Let's talk about data management and analytics. This is Priorities in its third season here on State Scoop. On this show, we dive deep into the top 10 items that state CIOs care most about, according to our friends at NASIO, and talk with dozens of government leaders about why. This season is no different. Again, we're going through the list of the most pressing topics on the minds of government tech leaders this year and talking about how it will impact the years to come. Today, we're going to tackle data management and analytics. We'll talk about how states are collecting and acting on all of the various pieces of data that they have. As with every topic on this show, data management and analytics sits on NASIO's top 10 priorities list. It's at number eight this year, down one spot from the year before. It's been on the list a few times, debuting in 2011 as data and information management. Since then, it's appeared in 2018, 2017, and 2016. We have two guests today who are going to weigh in on how their states are using and managing data. First up, we have Mike Hussey. He is Utah's Chief Information Officer. Mike, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me on the, on the podcast today. Next up, we have Jack King. He's the Chief Technology Officer for the state of Illinois. Jack, thanks for joining Priorities. Thanks for the invitation. So data management and analytics. Mike, let's go to you first. Tell me about your data management and analytics strategy. What are some of those top projects and priorities you're dealing with right now in that space? You know, it, I think this is a very timely topic. I'm glad that you guys are, are taking this on. Uh, I think um, there is so much data coming at us, the volume and and, uh, and veracity that it's coming at us is is really taking on um, some, some exponential growth in the state. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes that, that data can be overwhelming or, or data overload could, could happen. So you want to make sure that you're targeting the data that you need, that you're focusing in and distilling down to the data that actually will help you make data-driven decisions. Um, sometimes that, that volume and, and uh, the, the, the amount of data coming at you uh, can sidetrack you from really your goal and you can uh, start to get, get off the mark. And so you start to, to look at really what is it that you're trying to change or what business outcome are you trying to look at or how are you trying to help the citizens. Um, that's when you start to, I think, understand really what your data can mean for you. Um, it, it shouldn't be so complex that you really can't understand it, but rather um, it, it, what, what piece of information do I need to help the citizen or what piece of information do I need to help this agency uh, conduct their business more efficiently or might help them to, uh, to change course and, and uh, become more efficient. So some of the, the things that we're looking at with data is, is one of the, the I, I guess, larger projects we have going on is called Operation Rio Grande. And uh, that's a, a, an, an area of our downtown area. Uh, Rio Grande is a, an area of Salt Lake City that has a problem with homelessness. And uh, as we start to understand a little more about the individuals who we're trying to help and making sure that they receive their services that they need, 
uh, we start to understand what data elements we need. Um, and this really starts to cross divides between counties and cities and the state, which uh, in the past they've been somewhat uh, far apart on the data that they exchange. All of a sudden when you have a common goal, uh, a, a common unified effort to solve homelessness, you find that um, most, most of those barriers can come down. And, and as you find that the county may need data elements from the state or the state needs, needs certain data elements from the county, you can start to see a relationship change and, and actually a, a common goal in mind to help homelessness. And so as we've done that, we start to see um, these barriers come down. We start to see data exchange happening. Uh, data sharing is, is uh, transforming. And we're starting to see really the end result we're after and helping citizens receive the services that they need and, uh, and helping, um, helping a, a population that may have been underserved in the past. What about you, Jack? Tell me about Illinois' data management and analytics strategy, and, and what are you seeing there in your state? Well, not unlike Mike, uh, you know, our strategy is <clears throat> excuse me, pretty far-reaching, and uh, we have no shortage of data. I think the last count is about 14 petabytes, right? It's where the data lives and how it's structured and ultimately defining uh, the use cases of what we're trying to solve. So a lot of uh, the time that I spend, I like to joke and say my title as CTO has less to do with chief technology officer and a lot more to do with chief teaching officer. So we spend quite a bit of time trying to promote digital literacy and getting a good understanding at the agency level for how they're using the data, what data they have, um, and then trying to develop use cases where we can go out and apply that data to fix a problem. So creating the awareness and making sure that we have transparency of what's going on in government to our citizens through data is another thing that we're, we're working on. Uh, additionally, you know, sort of structuring this data for sharing between agencies is something that we're working on as well. We're a relatively new organization here at DOIT, and part of our mission is to unify over 40 different agencies, boards, and commissions. So as we're going through and doing the application rationalization, we're identifying a lot of data that's out there in various areas. Uh, some of the exciting early wins that we've had have to do with uh, Department of Revenue, uh, where we were able to identify patterns in data to spot uh, leakage that was occurring at that point in time. So we were able to uh, modify some things within uh, the uh, online forms that people were using uh, to stop that leakage from occurring. And when you think about data being used for social good, we we're also able to identify at-risk youth uh, through a project that we did with the Board of Education and Department of Juvenile Justice. So we're actually putting, uh, putting data to use here in specific use cases, and I would have to say that um, priming the pump, if you will, and making sure that we understand where we can best apply or identify the next use case is a big part of what we do as well. So I'd have to say we're, if this were a ball game, uh, from an analogy, to, to stick with what you opened up with, Jake, uh, we're in the first inning over here at the state, but we see a lot of exciting promise for what we can do here. So Jack, let, let's go back to you here uh, for question two. What are the big challenges with curating and executing a data management and analytics strategy, and, and really what opportunities do they present for your state, and building on what you already said? I don't think the state of Illinois is unique in that we have you know a lot of independent thinkers who are stuck in interdependent processes. So part of it is changing the culture and getting folks to understand that we really want to identify opportunities to change the 
citizen journey and how they interact with us across the state. And data can play a very big role in that, right? But a lot of the times it's making sure that we're aligning uh, what traditionally were standalone agencies or folks who thought in terms of the services that were strictly being delivered out of their agency or department uh, versus somebody who might, a citizen whose journey might touch multiple departments. So it's understanding what those journeys look like and then getting people involved, right? And understanding how they touch, how a citizen touches that agency, for instance, and how they store that data uh, around that citizen. You know, you, you'll find in some agencies that people are referred to as a citizen, some are referred to as a customer, some are clients. So a lot of it is just coming up with a common terminology and understanding. And to go back to it, a lot of it is the sheer volume of data, right? There's a whole bunch of data that's out there. Some of it is in much more usable formats than others. So curating, first off, doing discovery and understanding what's there, then the, the bulk of our time is spent cleaning up, you know, verifying what's there, cleaning up and making it usable, if you will, from that perspective. So having a holistic data governance approach here, making sure that we're educating people, getting everybody on the same page, and again, finding those really great use cases to identify is, is a big part of what we're doing here. Mike, what, what about you? What, what challenges are you seeing with data management and analytics for your state, and, and how are you channeling those into new opportunities? You know, and I, I think this has hit the nail on the head. Uh, the, the, all of the data uh, is really uh, collected, curated for a specific purpose. But when you start to have that purpose cross agencies and, and to cross into um, areas that it wasn't expected to go to, then you, all of a sudden you, you bring in, you introduce interesting uh, challenges into that data. And so one of the things that we've been trying to do to solve that is uh, providing some data governance uh, about standard. We were an early adopter for some NEEM standards and, uh, and trying to get some of that, that data for identity management for even our citizens. So as they touch disparate systems throughout the state, we can certainly identify who that citizen is and, and how we might help them best and, and actually um, maybe even suggest uh, areas that they might touch in the state as, they, as we start to engage the citizen. So again, it, it, the, the challenge is making sure that, that that governance is there across all agencies while at the same time providing the use and, and the, 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 the potential for the data um, for the citizen and for the agencies. Um, and, and as I brought up, identity is, is one of those challenges, but um, we're still trying to crack that nut as we, as we look at the governance around it. Uh, sorry, that was a bad analogy. I should have come up with a baseball analogy. As we, as we try and hit one over the fence in uh, identity management, that's a, that's a big play for us right now. And finally, last question here, Mike. What, what does an effective data management and analytics effort look like in Utah? You, you've mentioned some pieces of this in your previous answers, but, but what does that look like going forward, and, and how is it going to really enable your state to grow and, and move forward into the future? Yeah, as you provide those standards um, to the agencies and, um, and you build those standards that um, everybody ascribes to and that provides the governance for all of your data collecting, your curating, um, then you start to see um, the, the changes that can happen. You bring on the data scientists that can actually take the data and do something with it to change lives. As I talked about earlier, um, looking at homelessness or, or reducing recidivism, uh, because of understanding the data better, um, that's where that's the end goal. Uh, that that's the home run you're looking for. And uh, and as you start to to um, move down that path and and provide those standards that uh, provide that governance, um, and then uh, maybe even provide some insights to the to the data. Um, 
possibly bringing on data scienti scientists in the agencies, that may um, make the data more likely to be valuable, whereas sometimes it's, it's there and, uh, and not providing a great service. So down the road, I can see us um, improving our analytics, our governance, um, and even um, having adherence to the standards that we've set out um, and, and maybe getting some more teeth um, behind those standards again, to make that end, end, end play for, uh, for making that data mean something to you. Jack, what about you in Illinois? What will this data management analytics strategy and effort look like for, for all of you going forward? I think it's going to be a, a critical hub for the state at both identifying and helping us solve uh, challenges that we have. Right? The, the opportunity for us to continue to get better at uh, curating this data will lead to better outcomes when we think about the state data scientists that we have that are already employed, the tools that we're starting to use around AI, artificial intelligence, and ML, machine learning. Um, the more data that we have that's in a usable um, condition, right, that's scrubbed, that's clean, that's ready to be, uh, to be synthesized or processed and analyzed, the more output the more benefits that we can derive from it, frankly. So when you talk about data for social good, we have a lot of challenges, like many other states, right? And, and the resources that we have are continuously being constrained. And I'm a big believer that technology, including better use of data to help us predict um, and uh, become preventative in our nature instead of reactive in our nature, will play a big role in allowing us to scale and serve more citizens in the future. So it, particularly in, in Illinois, the uh, the opportunity to continue to drive digital and think about how we can contribute to new government in the future and truly being a digital government where we're not only changing our front door, but we're also aligning our services around the, the biggest needs of our folks. And instead of being reactive, getting the proactive. I mean, that's the most important thing that we can do. And that's going to be a combination of getting closer to our agencies and understanding what they're doing with that data and having, you know, I like to say thinking statewide but acting locally, right? Making sure that those departments and areas best understand their data and their mission, but making sure that we are integrating into their business practice and that we're helping them in whatever way possible, whether it's educating or injecting new processes or changing things for them. Um, much of the educational work that we've done right now has revolved around not just BI or business intelligence related things of giving people a prettier report. It's, it's asking them, what are you doing with the report, right? In many cases, our agencies will come to us and ask for assistance around producing better typical weekly reports or daily reports, et cetera. When you take a step back and look at what they're trying to do, they're really using those to help manage their day-to-day -day flow. If we give them more access to real-time data and wrap analytics around it, we can avoid you know, producing a prettier red chart and actually avoid those red things from happening, right? We can identify when a bad situation is about to occur or when a service level is going to be missed and intervene at that point. So it's a long-winded answer there, but uh, I, I hate to go into extra innings, but I think it's worth it when it comes to uh, what we're going to do with data here. So unfortunately, guys, that, that's all the time that we have left here on priorities to talk about data management and analytics. But Mike, Jack, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. So there it is, data management and analytics, knocking it out of the park every day, driving the strategy and technology of government into the future. Thanks again to Jack King, Illinois CTO, and Mike Hussey, Utah CIO, uh, for being on the show with us today. And to our audience, Make sure you watch this space. StateScoop has another season of priorities for you in store. Uh, but for now, I'm Jake Williams, StateScoop's Associate Publisher and Director of Strategic Initiatives. Thanks for listening.